0: I'm sitting in London. London? I'm sitting in a hotel on Sloane Street.
1: Okay, then. Never been. <laughs> but, so, let's, uh, you know, properly introduce ourselves. Um, one second. Action. Let's properly introduce ourselves. This is your boy, Raw, uh, Raw Conspiracy Podcast. And today, uh, we have Mr. Steve am I pronouncing your last uh name correctly Macot Michette. Michette. okay is that french No
0: it's a, a Samaritan but it it is whatever you want it to be you pronounce it like a Scotsman
1: okay all it's right cool so Steve Michette is uh an uh entertainment mogul uh, he is responsible for acts and forgive me, I forget him, but I know Genesis keeps popping in my head with Phil Collins. Um, you are the executive uh, owner, I guess, of uh, SSK Records. Is that your label?
0: My label with my wife. Yes. OK, That's great. That's our
1: new record. OK. And and Steve, tell us a little bit about yourself before we just, you know, kick kick it a little bit. All right, before we go there, I mean, one of my
0: favorite things to do, you know, I went to Vanderbilt Law School and I would go down Highway 40, I'd get off at Memphis and I'd go get some barbecue and I'd sit and watch the ducks come off the roof. I'd go to the Peabody Hotel. And then one day I'll tell you a funny story. So I'm there with a band called John Waite, who I was managing, producing, right? Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't get up after the show. You know, the next morning we had to go and we were staying in the Peabody because I wanted everyone to watch the ducks go up the elevator, go to the roof. (laughs) So John wouldn't get up. So I looked at the road manager and I said to him, I don't give a shit what you do. Just get him out of bed. He goes, he won't get up. I said, I don't care if you pull the fire alarm, get him (laughs) up and get him out. So His name was Freddie. He pulled the fire alarm. And it was right when the ducks were doing their march up the hill, <laughs> <laughs> up into the elevator. It was pretty funny, and, right. and I couldn't believe that he really pulled the fire alarm. <laughs> but we made our airplane, and we flew on and uh, onwards. But that's, uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a music man through song and dance. I've lived all over the world. I discovered people. I love people. I get into your culture. I decide what it is or what it isn't in your culture that I get off on. And if I get off on it, I'll help you promote and market it, whatever it is. You know, I've worked with more different cultures than maybe anyone has because whatever that gift you have when you're young, I didn't lose it as I'm old. Right. I still have a, I still have a rock and roll label now. I'm putting out music nonstop. Right. Before I called you, I was a couple minutes late because I was speaking to a man named Isaac, right? Isaac Ryan Brown. He's okay. in a TV show, a Disney TV show. And uh, uh, what's the name oh. this the show that he's on? Ravens. Oh. He's on Ravens Home. He's a 17-year-old that sings and dances, and we're putting out his music. And to me, it's as important as can be because I'm going to help put this guy out worldwide, and I'm going to show that America has some really, really good talent, homegrown, writes their own music, Isn't programmed. He's not the latest hamburger, and uh, you know, he's new meat, new meat for you to devour intellectually, to make you smile, to make you go out and make babies, right? You know, have love, not just sex, and um, that's I I get into it. I still have that energy I had when I was young.
1: That's good, good. Uh, I'm actually from Cleveland, Ohio. I've just been down here in Memphis, maybe about five years. Uh, But born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio, so. I had busy bone. You had busy bone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: First time I I was in the new uh, Cleveland Stadium, I was with him, and he goes, I don't understand why I have to sit here with you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's pretty funny. Do you know how he introduced himself to me? How? He said, he said, you know, Michette, you may have all these other artists, but you ain't ever had an artist that when he was born, ended up on a milk box. I'm like, what do you mean you were on a milk box? He said, my father stole me from my mother and they put me on a milk box for missing <laughs> children. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. By the way,
0: I loved him. My time with him was fun.
1: That's crazy. And he
0: spoke like that to me. And he was, he was communicating with elements and he didn't know how to express it. And people don't want to believe that you speak to higher powers when you do music, when oh, yeah. you write movies. Even when you pick your toes, you're picking it because you're looking for an answer, you know? Right. It's We all communicate with the beyond. And no one wants to teach that to you. Right. Every single one of us, and you with the name Roar, you're a mystic. I know who you are. You're <laughs> looking for answers. Right. And guess what? You'll never get all of them, but you will get some of them. Because each answer becomes an onion, and you need to peel it. And th- when, if you and I ever get to that last answer, you and I hit the bell. And the bell is love, and you went home. Right. Because once you discover real love, you have no wants, you have no needs, you're in it. Bingo. You're in love. You're back with the supreme being. Right. Not the imperial gods that our society tells us about. No. and they the imperial gods that work with the imperial religions that divide us by race, creed, color. They divide okay. us by... It's like you live in this world and you believe this crap. Right. You sit there and you get you get dressed up. You put on the proper uniform. And it's like, hey, wait a minute. Like, I used to do a lot of public defender work. Okay. And I wouldn't wear a tie. And they said to me, you can't come into this courtroom without a tie, youngster. And I'm, this is in Nashville. I'm like, okay. I'm a youngster. What do I need a tie for? This right. is my courtroom. I'm like, Your Honor, I'm being taught that this is the people's courtroom. Right. And you're being paid by the people to help justice be administered. He goes, I don't need your smart talk. I said, then there's no problem. Just tell my client sitting here to go find another lawyer because I can't represent him. I will not misrepresent him because you want me to wear a tie so I can't breathe and I can't actively think and protect them to the fullest extent. Anyway, right. what it is, he he brings me into his room, got, went berserk on me. Called, I was in the second year of law school. I got sworn in. Mm-hmm. And they called up my school, and they, they go, what did you just do there? I said, I'm not letting some wise ass tell me I have to wear a tie to be in his room. He says, that's the judge's office. I said, then you're teaching me the wrong stuff at school. Right. That office is being paid for by the people. And if I <laughs> want to come in, and as long as I'm respectful and I'm not dirty, how dare you tell me I have to wear a tie?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I took a look at your website. Uh, it's quite interesting. I'm I'm actually working on, I have something called uh, the Church of Knowledge, which uh, in a second I'm going to change the name to the Community of Knowledge because it's not really a church. I just, you know. But it's uh, looking at agnostic texts, texts, uh, you know, a lot of the esoteric knowledge that they just don't want us to have. You know, I'll tell re- you something real quick, because I will never remember. And that's the only time I'll edit you. No. The word
0: church. No one knew what it was. The word church is what happened is these communities were small and they were agrarian. So the people from the north would meet the people in the east who would meet the people in the south and the people in the west. So you make the cross like that. And you go to the center, it's a cross, and they called it the church. And it's the uh, Gnostics, right? Right. It's the gospel, it's where you share the news. Right. The Catholic Romans, what they did is they came and killed the people off by making it the Catholic Church. The word Catholic, Latin to English, means the true church, not the church where you share knowledge in the Gnostics. No, 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 no. We created a baseball game called the Catholic Religion in 325 A.D., and they had 212 bishops show up in Nicosia, which today is in Turkey and then was Greek. Right. And they voted in a game called the Catholic Religion. They voted it in. Jesus never said one of those words. Exactly. Exactly. You and I I are on the same page, Blake. I'm all yours.
1: Yeah. We're definitely on the same page. I'm very familiar with the Council of Nicaea. Uh, you know the I, I just did a podcast. Actually, the podcast is was on Monkey Pots. But you know, as I tell people that follow me, that there's no such thing as the word coincidence. That's a made up word. Everything is connected. Everything is related, especially when you're going down the rabbit hole. It's all connected. All right. Yeah. The uh the 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 uh this thing about the the, the church, for example. As I'm reading, I've read the Talmud of Emmanuel. I've read the Pis, I'm reading the Pist of Sophia now. I've read uh, a few books out of the Nag Hammadi Library. I'm still reading those. But what I'm finding and what I'm learning is that, you know, like I, I'm, I'm a common sense player, right? I connect dots that's really common sense that most people don't think about. For example, what we know about Jesus, not just from uh, the organized religion text, but from the Gnostic text is that. Jesus didn't come to pat the church on the back and say, "Hey, you know what? You guys, you're doing a great job here. I just came down to give you a thumbs up and let everybody know I'm on board with you." No, that's not what he did. He actually came against the church. And according to their own uh Bible, King James whatever, uh the church crucified Jesus. So, why is people still going to church today? And for those people who say, "Well, I don't I'm not Catholic or all religion Christianity stems from that council of Nicaea and before so for everybody that's going to church you you going to the very church that crucified Jesus the person that you supposedly believe in and by the way
0: the same church that in 1455 created the african slave trade to americas i believe you i believe and by the you. way it's it's in my book all my books I just lead you right to it.
1: Yeah. You done wrote 10 books. What are the yep. titles of those? I'm sorry. Say it again. What are the titles of those books you wrote? You know, I know they're that. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Ready? Go ahead. Let me
0: just, let me just mystically bring them in. Book one I wrote, it's called God's gangsters in honor. Okay. What I do is I tell you all the rock and roll stories and how it made me the man I am today. I started out in the world believing my game was to make more money, become more powerful than anybody. And I went after anything and everything that I believed in. And then I woke up one day and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm making people believe that these artists are better than them. When the truth is those artists are no different than them. They're just different individuals, be it, be it anyone, be it, Peter Gabriel, be it Ozzy Osbourne, be it Snoop, be it whatever, Seal. I've done over a thousand records in over a hundred countries. And what I do is I give you the highlights. I'm like, these are the lessons I learned. Look what these people do. They're no different than you. And I'm a criminal. I'm a gangster. I made you believe that they were better than you. You know. And they, what they do is the minute you, these people can make money out of you they'll see you die just as quickly because when you're dead, you can't dispute it. You can't ruin it. They make tons of money out of it. So I told the stories of how I made different things happen and my role in all of it. I told you the stories of Street Fighter, how with, I did everything I could to wake up the United States government into the destruction this. I, I was working on Resident Evil, and I realized, no, this is evil. They're teaching young kids how to kill Right. And they get them into this vortex where they're playing video games. And I did a movie, and it's in the book, too, called Bully. You know, and Bully was about kids that beat up and then decided to kill their bully like it was a video game. Right. And it came out in 2001. So that book got me back my honor because I realized, no, I'm better off teaching people how to create. I believe you can create, and I don't want to make more monsters. Right. And then what I did was, because I'm not always what I am. I created this monster with my son called Young Lean, and it killed him. It killed my son. Wow. We had a record label called Hippos and Tanks, and I wanted my son to have everything Dad had and I had, you know, and it killed him. So, But I'm still here. And because I was working with bad energy, really bad energy, you know, and I attracted. And no matter how clean we are, we think that we forget there's hitchhikers You know, darkness is attracted to light, and they'll hitchhike.
1: You know, I I tell people all the time there are beings around us that you can't see all the time. In the Quran, it says that you know you got an entity here and an entity here. One that writes down, uh, one writes down your good deeds, another writes down your bad deeds. Now, for people who don't believe that there's invisible entities around you at all times, I like to let them know that the United States government has a patent. All right, which you can Google, has a patent on walking through walls. All right.
0: By the way, I've seen it.
1: No, I've seen it. Okay.
0: (laughs) I no, I've lived a life that's insane, and I'm still here to share it with you. So I told you about book one. So book two is called the Highways of Man. Okay. So I got so concocted nuts in my head that I'm like, I'm not smarter than anybody else. If I can make these people gods that you believe they're gods, well. Let me now go review history. So I started history at 500 BC, when all of a sudden nations started being created, when everyone went running around looking to make God, right? Right. Because they knew in the back of my mind that some God that once existed disappeared. So it's a thousand-page history of the highways of man, how they make new gods, and all of a sudden you have to live their matrix, or this new god will say it's okay to kill you. It's like, are you kidding me? You have to serve this God, or you're being taught it's okay to go kill them. Anyway, right. it takes you through that. Then, book three is called Sacred Knowledge A Rock and Roller's Guide to Higher Consciousness. I taught a course in, down in Miami, and I used that stu- uh, all the students to help me write this book because now I'm like, I've got to do something for the people because whatever happened to me doesn't need to happen to you. The goal in life is to share, it's a, r- a rally race. So what I did was in this book, I tell you how you create. And then all of a sudden I tell you the idea comes from beyond and I tell you how it happens. And I tell you how I met the Supreme being, how I sat in his presence or her presence or the being's presence. Right. And I tell you how I did it, but I walk you through the analogies, how you create. And I share with you what all my artists that really create, create, I share with you how they did it and why they did it. And they're all mystics. And I share with you all these revelations. Then book four is called Spiritual Insomnia. I thought I'd become a U.S. senator. And all of a sudden, I got both the Republican and Democratic Party keeping me off the um, debates. I destroyed destroyed Marco Rubio in a debate. I don't believe there's a brain in his head. I think he's totally programmed. Hey, great, we got a Cuban here. Let's, right. let's have him run for office Right. and do what? You know, Marco sits there and he sends me these texts nonstop asking me about the Bible. I'm like, okay, if you believe the Bible, you've got a bipolar God there. You right. know, hey, I love you, but now I'm going to kill you. Are you exactly. kidding me?
1: Exactly. So
0: anyway, I go through spiritual insomnia. I go, and then the LA Times said, we cannot run this book. I'm like, why not? And in it, I tell you the game, cut them up and divide them, make them sit and not know what to do. You know, and people call these conspiracy theories. If you don't believe them, then choose not to. But if you don't believe there's evil energy out there, then you got a second thing coming because there's a choice. If you live in the light you share, if you are part of the darkness, you own and you can't own what's not real. And none of us are real. All we are is energy. And an energy will transform. Then book five, I'm bored and I don't know what to do. And I'm just putting it all together. I'm in L.A. And all of a sudden, I wrote a book called The Colonization of Earth and the Making of Mankind. I'm like, I like this. And what I did is I went back and read all the books I've read before. And I unravel the Bible. I tell you, the Bible is based on truth. It's sacred knowledge that gets hidden in lies by different authors at different times to make you believe they speak to the one God of the Bible. But the word Nephilim, which is in the Bible, translated to gods, and that's what they called themselves. It was plural. Like America is not singular. America is Americans, You know, I'm yeah. a, right? And so they called themselves gods. And what they did was they came to planet Earth And no one can tell you, why do we like gold? Well, you were created to dig the gold mines. You were created. You were created 300,000 years ago, your forefathers. And we, the Nephilim from Nibiru, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. We, the Nephilim from Nibiru, came here, and we just took those two-legged animals. And I've been to Zimbabwe. I've been there where they made the humans. I've been there where they experimented. I saw, you know, where they possibly. You ever see a deer? Yeah. How did a deer grow a, a tree in its head? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Something tell, monkeyed with that. That's how. Something I people, monkeyed with that tree. And then when they.
1: <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Then when they tell people, when they had so many people here and they got the gold, they needed the gold for to fix their atmosphere. It's a long story, so just leave it there. Other times we could go there. It's in the book The Colonization of Earth The Making of Mankind. Now we got humans. Great. What are we going to do with them? We need to feed them. Well, where are we going to feed them? Well, feed them Earth. So then we create what's called the Olden World. That's what that world translated into. The urban centers where the film lived. And then the film, space travelers were called Anarchies. Look it up. There's millions of stories there. And don't tell me some caveman made that up. And don't tell me those tablets were not written by some other instrument. And the funniest thing is, a guy named Napoleon, who decides he's going to become the emperor of Rome, of uh, the new emperor of Rome, doing it out of France, decides to go to Egypt and capture Egypt to get the knowledge of Sirius and Isis. And he finds the Rosary Stone, which got translated by his army. It may have been 25 years later which discephers the Samaritan language, the Egyptian language, and all of a sudden they can translate all these tablets that all the explorers in the 1880s until today are finding of the different scriptures. You talked about the library. You know where I'm
1: coming from. And I'm going really to know me- where you're coming from.
0: <laughs> yeah, you and I were meant to talk to each other. We was. was like, hey, wait a minute.
1: We it, were. I'm you know, I'm flabbergasted that, that your publicist reached out to me because like it's something bigger going on here, and, and we're gonna get more into this because I got some things for you that I wrote back in 2015 and I've I've sat on them for a long time, all right. And I I come to the realization that I would they would never become public because I just didn't have the avenue to get it public. But I believe you, us, this, this is out of nowhere. So I know it's something deeper here. But what you talk about, i describe also on my Soul Trap session. I just did the, another podcast telling people to get the Soul Trap session, get this book. Me and this guy is like on the same freaking path. All right. What he just said to you is how the Soul Trap session starts out. I've told you guys, where does gold come? Why is gold the standard in the world when gold is not even the most expensive mineral or metal on the planet? You see what I'm saying? But it goes back to usage. You see what I'm saying? But go ahead, Husty. You're right. 100%. By the way, you can't eat it. You can't sleep on it. You can't fuck it.
0: What are you, you doing with gold? You style other just like gold, gold me. does you style gold just like gold takes away me. your energy. If you wear a gold chain, you have given, you take away your energy. All those minerals do. They're conduits, right? Right. Anyway, after we, what I do is I write these books, the book of earth. It's in three books. So acts one through seven, I unravel the Bible. Then act eight, I get really nuts during COVID. And I'm like, okay, I've got Debbie now. Debbie and I, it took me 56 years to kiss her. (laughs) so anyway so now we're kissing or whatever we're sitting there and I said I can't be with you because you may think I'm nuts so you need to read this book The Colonization of the Making of Mankind so she said no I don't think you're nuts so what she did is she sat there and we watched the rest of the world flip out and I'm like excuse me COVID it's been here before and because of whatever I know because I know a lot I'm aware of a lot I realized every time you change the food of planet Earth, you change the mother's womb. So what happens if I put new chemicals in there and I create new food? Well, I create new bacteria, new viruses. And hello, Monsanto and all this modified food got loose in the world. And here comes COVID. They don't tell you that. They sit there telling you that they made it in in a laboratory. They did. They changed our food. So you can now eat a pig that's got more toxins in it because they want it to be fat so they can sell you more bacon when it's not even the food that you were supposed to be eating if, in fact, you were ever supposed to be eating food. We're a vampire race. We We need to eat plants. We're vampires. We're such idiots that the United States is the leading terrorist nation in the world. And we sit there pledging allegiance. To guidance, we kill more people than anyone. You're watching the idiot that, forgive me, you got me going. We've watched the idiot TV shows and they tell you, Ukraine, Ukraine, that's the Vatican. And they were Nazis. And they did put the Russians, the Eastern Orthodox Church, inside the, they killed them. And then the ones that didn't believe in their version of Christ and the Jews still running around trying to figure out who and what God is, well, good keep wearing your clothes from the 1300s. Right. What they did is they got put in ovens.
1: Right.
0: And then they financed these people. It's like, are you kidding me?
1: And this is evil
0: upon evil. And mm-hmm. if you and I could open doors to reverse evil, they will live, L-I-V-E. That's the truth. So we wrote the book. So book six and seven and eight gave birth the same, we had a triple header, Debbie and I. You know, we had... The book's called Taking Jesus Off the Cross. You will love it. I break down the history. I got into it in ways that I should not have gone near. I got involved in The Last Temptation of Christ when I was working with Peter Gabriel. And Peter was one year late delivering that album. And I'm being threatened by Marty Scorsese like it's my fault. And then we put out the album for the movie. And it's called Passion. You know, and it's... I mean, I love the fact that I have life. And I love that I'm sitting here and... I'm older, you know, I'm an elder. So what are you going to do? Somehow I survived. So taking Jesus off the cross, it deals with Atlantis. It deals with the creation of the imperial religions and the imperial governments. When 500 BC, all the Anakis disappeared. Maldarch disappeared. Anki, the creator of mankind, Anli, they're gone. So now you got these lost puppies, we're like puppies. You know, we wanted our master's love. We were made to be their servant or their slave. Exactly. And it's the same thing. That's all we were. Exactly. It ain't about color. It's no. You were made to be their servant or slave and wake mm-hmm. up, people. And exactly. I love the fact I'm with you right now because you're doing this besides me. Wake up. You're no one's servant. You're no one's slave. You're a special, unique, and extraordinary energy. And get out there and discover love. Let's go. Let's do exactly. it together. That's what I'm doing. That's it. So now now I, I move on and I put out a book called The Making of Ozzy. Okay. This is Ozzy Osbourne, who I made. Not Sharon Osbourne, also known as Sharon Arden. I did it with her father, the same man that allowed me to get in the middle of the Electric Light Orchestra, ELO. And when I was 25 years old, I had the biggest band in the world. Right, And I'm flying around the world, landing a spaceship before every show. So, and that's the
1: spaceship you see that. on the cover of my books. <laughs> I that's remember the spaceship. That. Yeah. Yeah, right? I'm 54, so I, I, I'm not as young as you might think. I'm 54. I remember that. I remember seeing that on stage.
0: We did a show in 1978. I invited all my law school classmates from Vanderbilt, and they didn't know what to do when that spaceship landed in, the, in Memphis. I had so much fun going to that show with them. Because they were good working boys and girls. They put on their ties or they wore their their man dresses that women had to wear to show that they, too, were going to conform. You know, it's like, are you kidding me? But you're not allowed to think like I do because he's an outsider. He's an outsider and he's dangerous. And I'm more dangerous because I know how to make money. So there's an issue there. And I know how to rally people. And I know how to give people my love. So anyway, so we did that. And I did this book, and I show you Ozzy Asporn. I give you the entire mafia history of the London music business. And then I tell you how he got his his ceremonies and chants. He has Druid ceremonies where they would kill you in white robes. And they would kill you either to sacrifice you or they would do it for another thing, you know, because you were bad to Druids. It's a great read. I mean, if you're stuck on a rainy day or when, when COVID-7 hits again and they close down society, exactly. get the books, read them. And I did a movie. I worked in a movie called uh, Anaconda. Okay. Thank right? you. Well, so I work on Anaconda and I help them finish it or whatever I did do. And I'm sitting there and I go visit the Incas and they're telling me these are holy grounds. And I'm like, no, they're not. This is where they, they were breeding babies. And if the woman didn't give a baby... She sacrificed. They sacrificed into their gods, the gods that left, the gods yeah. that ain't coming back. Exactly. So people stop collecting gold, collect love. And what's really interesting, if you read the Bible, there's not one word of love in it. No. And Jesus, whatever people think he is, I'm telling you the truth. It's the first energy that ever got that words are still around the wisdom of love. Buddha didn't teach you love. Buddha taught you how to get out of this place. And that's what Act 15 is in my 10th book, We've Got to Get Out of This Place. I give you reincarnation. And then Act 16, I give you ascension. I tell you how to get out of this matrix. Hey, it's a lot of fun when it's going good, but when it's bad, and all of a sudden you're dead. Someone you love is dead. Something this happens, that happens. This government kills you. The United States helps out the Ukraine. And everyone goes, oh, it's okay that they raise our taxes as we give away the billions of dollars they told us we don't have for our own health, welfare, and nation. At the same time, we're blowing up Sudan. At the same time, the biggest monsters of all are the Wahhabis who run a country called Saudis Arabia. What is this? You know, what are these animals? They execute people in public squares. And I must add for your listeners, look it up. No. Look up Vatican's execution in city squares in 1867, 1868. When Italy became a nation, the first thing it did was it shut down the Vatican. The first thing Mussolini did in 1929 mm-hmm. is he gave the Vatican city status. And the Vatican gave him blessings to go into Ethiopia and kill people. It's like, what is this? What is this? You know, I can keep going on and on. How about the Balkans Wars, which took place in your lifetime and mine, right? Yeah. What was that about? Why did Croatia, which is a Catholic province, start killing people in Serbia, which is an Eastern Orthodox providence? And then they just make it like they were Hitler all over again. They didn't have any Jews there. They decided to start slaughtering the Muslims. Exactly. Who did this? And why is NATO killing both sides? Right. I could go on and on with you all day. But those are my 10
1: books. Okay. All right. So we are on the same page. Much of what you said, uh, I cover in uh, my soul trap session. All right. Which I'm probably going to eventually turn into a book. All right. Um, But, you know, the the history of the world is not what people think. All right. Aliens came here. Look. United States went to war with Iraq for a reason. First thing our soldiers do when they get to Iraq is invade the museum that Saddam Hussein is about to put out. George Bush... And they took a battery that was 22,000 years old. Exactly. and they It's took, gone. And they took a lot more than that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. When George Bush said, you know, Saddam... <clears throat> Saddam has weapons of mass destruction. He wasn't talking about nukes. No nukes were ever found. He was talking about knowledge that they have found in the Sumerian texts that state the truth about uh, the start of mankind. And who came down here and started, started it? Just like you said, the Anunnaki. All right. They came here looking for gold. They went to South Africa and started. There's over 25,000 ancient gold mines in South Africa that date back 200,000 years that proves this is true. It's, it's And by the way, they went to the Incas. That's what they were. Exactly. You know, it's called El Dorado. And you know what? There is a pyramid, I believe, in every major city in the world. Now, here's it, it one froze. thing. I discovered a pyramid in Cleveland, Ohio that, that's, that was hidden. It. It's right off the highway. It was in plain sight. And what attracted me to it was, the sh- it, it's, it's a parking lot on top of it. It's like an Incan pyramid. But what attracted me to it was the straight lines. They were trying to pass it off as just some hill. But the straight lines, the angles, the 90-degree angles. And then when I you know stopped and pulled over, I noticed the steps. Now, I haven't been back in five years, but since then, I've noticed that before I left, they started covering it up with vegetation. I know exactly where it's at. They can't hide it. Ironically, there's a freaking uh, uh, excavation company right next to it that's been excavating very quietly. Now, here's the other crazy part. My ex-wife, all right, she's been abducted, all right? And I had an encounter with where I was with sleep paralysis and I saw grays uh, in in my house. They were it was two grays at my feet. I was under sleep paralysis. All right. I've never sleep in the dark because I had an encounter with a dark entity like a year before that. And it was on my back and I couldn't I couldn't turn. And once and I was under sleep paralysis at this point, too. But once I out, I, I caught a glimpse of it, you know, some evil black thing. And all I saw was the whites of his eyes. So i never slept in the dark after that. So when, when I had this second episode of sleep paralysis, I saw two grays at my feet. The light, I sleep with them little socket light, night lights in every socket. So the room is pretty lit. They're down there and there is two of them. They're concentrating on her. All right. A third one pops his head through the wall. Like, through the freaking wall. And it, you know, I can't hear them. They're speaking telepathically, but I know it says something to them about me because they turned and looked at me and immediately they were gone. So I jumped out of bed screaming, I saw him, I saw him, I saw him, which wakes my ex-wife up. And she says, you were talking in your sleep saying, I got to get the fuck out of here. I got to get the fuck out of here. All right. Now I've had encounters and they all been with her. All right. She's had missing time. All right. In broad daylight, three o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon, taking her daughter to drop them, drop 90 minutes away and uh, from Cleveland to Erie, Pennsylvania to drop her, drop her daughter off. Missing time, two hours, three o'clock in the afternoon. I wasn't with her. So the next time she went, I decided to go with her. All right. Nine o'clock at night, we see a fucking UFO. Right. A really, really it. Light just start on the middle of the highway starts to fall down like it's super bright brighter than any other headlights anything and it, it well, before it gets to the ground it disappears i told her they were coming to get you again but because i was here they didn't they didn't do it all right now she this is the crazy part. And I said all of that to say this. All right. And I've I've every UFO thing I've seen, she has been there. So I know they're not, it's not me, it's something to do with her. All right. When she passed by that, where the, the pyramid is on the highway, she was talking to her girlfriend, and they got static in the phone where the voices, I don't know if you've ever seen the uh the movie The Fifth Kind. You ever seen that movie? Yes. Okay, so the the yeah. Anunnaki is speaking, and it's you know he's got the rah 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 voice. She said that voice popped into their phone that she was talking to a girlfriend. Her girlfriend thought it was I said that I was in the car with her. I wasn't, and she thought it was somebody in her background. But they heard this voice when they passed in front of that pyramid. All right, I, now it's, it's some something going on with her, but. It's a pyramid in every city. I'm willing to bet that. All right. I'm w- and and like Stone Mountain, Georgia. I haven't been to Stone Mountain, Georgia, but I'm willing to bet there's something going there. on. I've been in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Have you seen the Stone Mountain? I've walked
0: it. What 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 do you get from yeah, that? I've been up it. I've walked it. It's not it? real. Say that oh, again. They actually made, made it. You went out. All these all these I said Stone Mountain was made by some aliens. It is not Mother
1: Earth. Exactly. I've been there. I believe that there it's is Right one by in- the river? Uh-huh. I believe there's one in every major city. You know I'm willing to bet that because they're now discovering them all over the world.
0: Let me give you a better bet. There's one by every major river. That too.
1: all over. They're all by those rivers. Now we're like starting to get, on the rivers of Babylon. We're starting to get some static, Steve. Maybe we're talking. Maybe we yeah, get too close. We're starting to get some static. Yeah. <laughs> the backies <Look>, are there. <laughs> exactly. Look, 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 man. Well, it's only been 30 minutes, and there's no rush or nothing like that. But I want to be better prepared. We, we have to get, like, a, a better, like, Venue or something, you know what I'm saying? To talk, you know what I'm saying? Because we're getting this static. I don't know what we could do. I'll be back in the. I'll be back in the states. We could do Zoom calls, and I'll what, set it up. Where are you gonna be at in the states? I'm gonna be in Miami. Miami. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right, dude. Hey, let me know where you're gonna be, man. I'd love to meet you for coffee. I. I would personally like to meet you because... Whatever, whatever you want. Listen, I have a, I, I, I started writing music in 2014. I wrote a song that I had produced by a company here called Studio Pros that's in Nashville, Tennessee. They actually botched it, right? It was not what I want. But everyone that I've heard that i played it for they it's this is a hit. Now, this is a song along the lines of We Are the World. It's a bring people together song. All right. I know it's a hit. All right. I like I know one hundred percent. And I'm not saying that because of me or whatever. This song, due to what the world is going through right now with the pandemic and all of that, this song get me done Get it to me. This is the thing. I can send it to you by email, Steve. If I hear my song on the radio, I'm going to hunt you down and kill you. You know that, right?
0: (laughs) 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 right. If if you hear your song on the radio, I would help you kill me. I would never (laughs) do that. But anyway, Jenna will get you my email. And I guess we have to jump anyway. Let's continue. Jenna will send you where
1: I'm at. Okay, and we'll get it moving. All right, I'm not playing, Steve. I got I I haven't got it copyrighted, but I've been I purposely emailed it and all of that stuff to show that I wrote this song and you know produced it. And by everything.
0: the way, when you send it to me, you can copyright it. You put it in play. It's really important. Because when you send it to me. You've you've basically published your song. So then what you want to do to protect yourself, what you want to do to protect yourself is when you send it to me, it's going to ask you when you put it into commercial, just write down, you sent it to Stephen Michat's
1: record label, SSK Records, and go copyright it. Yeah, I'm going to get a copyrighted. I'm going to send the copyright in this week before I send it to you. But this song. No, send it at the same time. Because they're going to ask you when it was published. It's published right now. Well, it was actually published in twenty fourteen when I sent it to myself through email.
0: <laughs> okay, you then you got a copyright. Right.
1: You right. already did it. I just want to be for sure. I know how the game go, but look, <laughs> I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it to don't you. Worry, like, don't worry. You know
0: who you remind me of? I who? used to work with Isaac Hayes from Memphis.
1: <laughs> for real. Isaac oh, Hayes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I loved Isaac Hayes. But you remind me of him. Oh yeah. Matt, in look. 1976, Isaac Hayes and I were the Cherokee delegates for Jimmy Carter.
1: Oh, yeah? That's interesting. <laughs> They're telling me to get off the
0: phone. Sorry. Right. We got
1: another one. Sorry. Sorry. We got to go. <laughs> okay. No problem. I'm honored to meet you. All right. Keep and in touch, you. man. All right. You too. I will. Know, we, got, we got a lot to really talk about. All right. We really do. Let's get it going.
0: Get your hands on my books and let's go flying. And we'll go take on the Anunnakis. Fuck them. All right.
1: We don't have to take on the Anunnakis to get out of here when we die. So, and the Archons. Read my
0: book. I'll show you the other way out.
1: Okay. Take care. All right. You too. All right. Bye bye.